Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. Well, was right. It's Tuesday night, not Thursday night here on 1500 ESPN. You can find us online at 1500ESPN.com. It's beer show night, ladies and gentlemen. A special early edition holiday-related beer show here on 1500 ESPN. I am Chris Reavers with Mike Fratelloni of Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. How are you, sir? Hey, good. It feels like the weekend, doesn't I, it? I love this week, A, because Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, Absolutely. but it's a shorter abbreviated week, which everybody's... And everybody's in a good mood this week, because everybody loves Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Yeah. That's I don't, it? I, no, that, that I, it, really? I, I couldn't agree with you more, so okay. I don't even need to say more. All right. And we're going to start out with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits for a special uh, early edition of the weekly beer run in here. In, I, I'm, I'm confused because normally it's Ryan or Tom's ugly mug that normally occupy that chair when we do the weekly beer run. But we've got a brand new face here with Elevated, and Britt is in studio. Hi, Britt. Hey, Reavers. What's up? Uh, so a, a lot of big news happening uh, with Elevated. You are a, 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 the latest addition to the staff yep. here, uh, mm-hmm. or not here, but with Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. So tell us about your role with Elevated. Sure. Uh, marketing director, so going to be doing a lot of the... We're coming over the new website, and then we're going to be on tap on Untapped soon, and just kind of overhauling, getting a fresh new look on on the internet. So, Mike, I don't know if you know this, but in addition to that being big news with mm-hmm. Britt, uh, also a secondary note to that, uh, she and I became Facebook friends. Oh, so no. this has been monumental <laughs> okay, of so historic proportions. Every direct message he sends you, just delete. Right. I'm just going to go ahead. Advice. Don't ever open them. Not right? even going to leave them on red. Yes, you don't nope. even just, don't, <laughs> just, just, like, just go ahead and delete them. I think that's, uh, in today's climate, Reavers, you should maybe have a few less Facebook friends. Oh, I agree completely. In fact, if I didn't have this job, I probably wouldn't be on social media yeah, uh, at all. in any capacity. Well, welcome to the family, the Beer Show family, Brad. Thank you. Uh, so when when is the web? I, I know you mentioned it. I'm so sorry. So the new website, everything else, and, and social media, that's all on your shoulders now. Yeah, it's getting there. Okay. Yep. Slowly but surely. Yeah. Fantastic. Are you guys going to bring, like, are you going to make a website specific to each store, which I still find fascinating that you guys have, like... White Bear and Hiawatha, is that still separate? Right. Nope. They're still going to be together. Okay. Yeah. They've got, um, there's different aspects of the website that are going to be kind of divided between the two so that you have the Minneapolis section and then the White Bear section, but it's going to be the same same web address okay. and everything. Very so. cool. Yeah. Makes it a little easier. Yeah, definitely. One of the things that we do during this segment each week, too, is we highlight a different craft brewery uh, around the state, around the country, around the world, for that matter. And uh, it's no exception this week. We have Mick in studio with Harpoon Brewery out of Boston. How are you, Mick? I'm great. How are you? So tell us a bit about Harpoon. I've heard about you guys, but I don't know if I've had you guys before. Yeah, we were uh, so we were on the show, was it in May, for the UFO launch. Okay. Um, same brewery. Um, that's our unfiltered offerings. So that we came out with the wheat beers this spring. 
Um, Harpoon, which is what we're talking about today, is kind of the one-year anniversary back in Minnesota. So it's all of our ales. Um, Harpoon based in Boston. We've got another brewery up in Vermont as well. Um, been around for 31 years, but this is our first year in Minnesota. Fantastic. So, so given that you guys are in, not, I hate using the word the shadow, but you've got a pretty big, large craft brewery in your in your backyard, essentially. How competitive is the Boston market compared to like the Twin Cities and other, and other areas? Um, it's really competitive. I think pretty much every big city at this point uh, is very competitive, especially with all the local breweries popping up everywhere. Um, obviously, we've got Sam Adams in our backyard as well. Um, okay, he mentioned it. I didn't, so I went yeah. on the record. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's it's definitely we've got a stronghold in Massachusetts, and, um, you know, it's kind of been fun to come out here and start spreading that slowly. Like I said, tons of local crafts. But um, Did you, like, do every state on the way here, or did you pick this market? Because Minnesota, it's, it's no lie, we are a legit beer-drinking state. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm sure that was part of the reason for it. Mm-hmm. Um Beer drinking state, as well as um, kind of the craft culture that's come about within the Twin Cities recently. Sure. And so, have you had easy penetration? I mean, do people know Harpoon here? Is this something? Uh, they do now. It's gotten easier. Okay. Um, like I said, we're coming up on one year here being in the state. And, uh, you know, at first it was kind of introducing the brand, and now people know about it, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because, you know, back in our you own it. stomping ground. It's a sure. 31 year old brewery. So. so is it, I mean, it, is it in size, the same size as summit or what is it way bigger? Um, it's about the same size. Actually it is bigger. Um, we're distributed in 25 States. Okay. Now. Um, but, but same, same type penetration. Of, right. In, okay. Very cool. Right. So well, that's kind of cool. When you think 31 years ago, there wasn't much around mm-hmm. and, and, and so Sam Adams is how old? Does anybody know that? I don't uh, know. If I, I believe know. they're a couple years older than us. Okay, so you're supposed um, to say what is a couple years older? I don't what is? See, because I, I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm, you're, you've lost. It's like me Jeopardy. Completely. Like when you ask. Oh a question, God! I'm like, wait. Why years. are you stressing now? The importance of grammar on this show. It just sounded like the right thing to say. Okay. Okay. So you, someone at Harpoon said, "Let's follow this." <laughs> like he's doing it. Let's follow this. Yeah, essentially. Um, you know, Dan Canary, our, our co-founder, um, when he started up, we were actually the first brewery in Boston. So Sam Adams Boston Beer Company started in Pennsylvania. Um, so we kind of started in Boston, but they did uh, begin brewing before us. Okay. So. Well, I didn't know that they were originally from Pennsylvania. I was not aware mm-hmm. of that. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, by the way, Harpoon Brewery is the guest here in the beer show, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine and Spirits, a weekly tasting, I am assuming, because even a holiday week will not slow down the ho- the, the the weekly tastings no, at Elevated. In fact, there there's a ton of samplings going on throughout the week, and then that that website that, that Britt mentioned that we're overhauling, all of those tastings will be listed on the website for both stores. And we do have Harpoon tastings on over the weekend. We're kind of switching it up this week. We're going to do White Bear Lake from 5 to 7 on Friday. Yep. And we're doing Saturday 3 to 5 in Minneapolis. And we've got some really good deals running right now, too, on Harpoon. Seven ninety nine six packs. I mean, this is cool. these are incredible beers, and and they're newer to this market. But we've got the winter warmer available. We've got the IPA available in six packs at seven ninety nine, thirteen ninety nine twelve packs. This isn't our beer of the month feature, but it almost feels like it because mm-hmm. it's such a good price. And uh, we've also got the full UFO lineup too that we had talked about on the on a show that we did previously, and that's the unfiltered offerings. So they, let they me offer. ask you about Harpoon directly, given that you know you've got to do a good job of rotating stock kind of keep be cognizant of everything that you're cycling in cycling out Mm -hmm. i mean where do these guys rank as far as how popular is this brand in this market growing popularity Uh, you know i I think you know on the eastern seaboard very well known but still relatively new to the midwest you know as mick mentioned one year in this market right now and we've seen them growing consistently throughout that time and the beer is really what speaks for itself 
Um, so once you have a chance to try it, and these samplings are a great avenue for that, sure. you'll understand just why they're as popular as they are. And I'm wondering, too, because a lot of people that are getting into the craft beer scene, I mean, I get questions all the time that I, pff, I have no answer to. I am, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. But a lot of them, it seems, I, I would guess, like it's 60-40, 60% being they're centrally focused on trying to become familiar with craft beer in that that are that are here mm-hmm. but there are some that are curious about east coast beers and and west whatever whatever the case might be is that the fine line that you guys are walking to at elevated yeah you know we see a lot of love for local beers you guys know that mm-hmm. you know that's just kind of uh well, that's how we are deep love for local beers of too course, I mean, yeah. i remember way back when this show started you guys were getting beer where the brewery wasn't even open yet the tap room wasn't right. open and you guys had beer on your shelf from that place i mean you were the first cans of beer for many breweries out there yeah and we you know we kind of broke into the market ourselves right around that time when this wave was was getting going with local beer and you know it sort of moved exponentially even in the the five years that the minneapolis store has been open however some of these national brands we call them national you know and and harpoon uh they're they're coming to our market they 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 need to be uh paid attention to because they make incredible beer and uh and some of these styles that they that they uh offer are are quintessential to uh to what we know within the uh, beer world. All right, Mick, what do I need to try? What is the Harpoon beer that I need to have to get my taste buds to know what Boston beer tastes like? Um, I, I guess Boston Lager isn't from Boston, which now I'm kind of yep. pissed. Is that? <laughs> Are you really mad? Yeah, I mean, it would be like... Uh, they have a brewery now there. Yeah, well, course, but... suck it. They should have had one a long time ago. <laughs> Who names a beer Boston Lager when it's made in... Fo- Whatever. Originated from, <laughs> he, he but now me, brewed. He let me down. Did he? Yeah. Okay. But anyways, go ahead. What 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 should I need to drink? Uh, I would start off with our IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only forty two IBUs, so that's a bitterness measurement, meaning not your total hot bomb, not your big double IPA. Ravers, you'd like that? I'd, yeah, that's um, you're yeah, speaking my language. It's a wonderful. It's the IPA that keeps you at the bar. You have a few of them. It's East Coast style, not West Coast style. Um, otherwise, right now the winter warmer, with which Ryan mentioned, is our current winter seasonal. Um, it's our dark ale with Christmas or with uh, cinnamon and nutmeg. And it's actually the second oldest seasonal beer in the country behind Anchor's Christmas. You so. mentioned the East Coast style. I mean, I kind of know the answer to this question, but there's a lot of people that listen to the show that might not. What is the main difference between an East Coast style IPA or an East Coast style beer and a West Coast style for the sure. most for the most part? For the most part, um, West Coast style is extremely hop heavy. Um, so you're getting all your big IPAs, your double IPAs. Um, almost more of a bitter, dry taste, whereas East Coast, a little more juicy, a little less hoppy, a um, little more crisp. So that's kind of the... Because I will admit, I, I fully admitted this last week, that the New England-style IPA, I'm all in. I mean, I was introduced to it by, from these guys, whatever. I, I don't care. They're they're great. I've fallen in love with that style of beer. And you also guys, because you I'm a giant have, wuss. Too, you guys have a, a New England-style IPA, not yet in this market, but something right. that we might see in the future. Is that right? Um, It's possible. It's kind of up to people besides me to decide that. Right. Well, make um, it happen, man. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we the do. world wants we it. We have Juicer, and it's it's awesome. Ooh. It's uh kind of what I just described, you know, the East Coast style, a little more juicy, a little less burnout hoppy so what style are you a particular fan of whether it's your beer or whatnot but what what style of beer are you a fan of um i lean towards ambers um which is why i like our winter warmer so much it's not a big thick uh christmasy stout it is still an ale um and it's not gonna you know hit you in the face with all the dark notes and spices um so if you're into ambers the winter warmer is a great one to try if you're into ipas um i guess it depends on your hop threshold but i think ours is an awesome one to have have multiple of because so. like that style that's usually lower 
in uh, is it uh, H? Is HBU? I don't know. IBUs. Yeah. IBUs. Then yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. See, this is why I shouldn't host the show. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. You remember International <laughs> Bitterness Unit? That's, that's right. right. Yes, that was uh, show three, almost four years ago. You should remember that. Yeah, I know, but I have to worry about like who got suspended with the Vikings this week. There's only so much that yeah, can go into this tiny brain. Who did get suspended? Nobody. Okay. I was just totally just making checking. that up. Okay. Uh, okay. So two tastings with Harpoon uh, Brewery out of uh, out of Boston at Elevated this weekend. Ryan, walk me through it again. Friday and Saturday, where and what? Right, what we're do I do? Friday in White Bear, five to seven. The deals are on at both stores. Again, seven ninety nine, six packs, thirteen ninety nine, twelve packs. Free tasting at Minneapolis as well from five to seven on or three to five on Saturday. Five, yep. And you guys have some cool events going on for your anniversary here throughout the week too. Or oh, was that... cool! Uh, we did the past week. The past yep. week, gotcha. Okay, yeah, we were at a few different places. We were at Lone Oak. We were at Morrissey's. Um, just kind of hopping all around. So. Cool. So, yeah, Ryan, is Tim, tomorrow a super busy day for you guys? I assume it will be, right? It's, you know, it's last year was the busiest day of the year for both stores. It was. So, oh, it's, so, it's so the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's absolutely out of control. And you can stay open until what time? How late do you we'll stay We'll be open? open until 10 o'clock tomorrow okay. night. Yeah. So make it in. Even right. if it's 9.59, make it in. Yes, right? absolutely. And then closed on Thursday. But we will be open again on Friday for Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And just to let everyone know that that's curious regarding Bourbon County release. Oh, you know, my God. I didn't even think of Black that. Friday every year. Uh, it will be available at both stores when the doors open at 10 a.m. in White Bear Lake and in Minneapolis. So are people going to start after they have their Thanksgiving dinner, then they watch the Vikings game? Are they going to start lining up at the store shortly after that? You know, we, we've never had any people awesome. camp out. That, that would, that be, would awesome. be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we do see we do see a lot of customers line up. You know, hour hour and a half in advance. So. I remember the first year you told me about this. The first maybe it was the first year that we did the show, right. and you and I said, "Oh, that my, can't be true." Please, and he sent me a text yes. at nine thirty in the morning. I'm like, "Oh my uh, god, he wasn't kidding." I mean, it's the the hype keeps growing around this beer, right. and and they they make more and more, but there's more and more demand, so it doesn't ever seem to really. Uh, Get ahead of itself. What's the limit on this? What do you let people buy? We're gonna do. I know in Minneapolis for sure, where we have a little bit more beer. We're going to initially let uh, all the customers that have lined up take one bottle of regular, okay. buy one bottle of regular, I should say, mm-hmm. and one bottle of a variant too. So the variants this year that we're gonna have available are coffee, barley wine, and the new Northwoods. And we might have a few other older styles that we've cellared that we'll have available too. So if you're if you're going to Minneapolis, especially, you're going to have an opportunity to get one regular Bourbon County mm. and and then a variant of the Bourbon County Stout as well while supplies last. And you can cellar this. I mean, do you, let's say you went with your wife, and so you both got one bottle. Maybe that's beating the rules. Right. But do you um, is it a good idea to cellar this for a while or what? I I recommend it. Okay. I love the beer fresh too. Mm-hmm. It's one of those where you know if you if you can get a couple of them, drink one now. You know, drink one for the holiday or over or... the holidays, and then and then yeah, put one down for a year or two. They, I they always should... run into that problem. Yeah, <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, I'm like, damn, that's it. why he calls his stomach. That one. Well, we Reavers and I found this on tap before we went to the Bears game. For oh my, my god, that's party. right. Yes, we did. And a year it was ago. like the perfect kind of brunch beer too, if you can find it that way. But it was the happiest accident since right? I was born. Yeah. <laughs> or conceive, whichever way you yeah. want to look at it. So needless to say, it's one of my favorite beers. I know Reavers loves this beer, too. It's yeah. worth lining up for. It's it's not overhyped, and uh, it does get better with age, usually for a good you know five years, and then it might start to taper off after okay. that. Really quick yeah. question, and maybe it's more of a statement than a question, but given that you guys are going to be so busy, this is one of the busier 
beer buying slash booze buying weeks of the season because of the holidays and whatnot. I think it's pretty cool that you guys still are committed to doing the tastings, given that your stores are going to be flooded with people. Right. And it, it does get a little tight as a result of that, but I think it's important for people to get exposed to some of these, you know, cool products. And we try to, we try to make it relevant. We try to make it timely in terms of what we're tasting out and why, so that, you know, it might be something that you could bring to a holiday party. Sure. And, you know, and of course, always want to mention our customer rewards program at this time of year, because when you go to load up for a party, you will be heavily rewarded the following month. And Reavers, you know this. I know you. Yeah, <laughs> you take I know. advantage. I, I do. I do, and oftentimes too much. But no, but it is a cool program yeah, so that people sure should be aware make of. Make sure you sign up and/or take advantage if you already are. Awesome, uh, Mick. Before we let you go, if people want to reach out, find out more information about you guys, uh, Beer Locator, where they can find your stuff, and just anything Harpoon related, where can they uh, where can they find that information, sir? Uh, they can go to harpoonbrewery.com. It's got all of our information along with uh, our tap rooms. If you're ever traveling out east to Vermont or Boston. Um, and there's also a Friends of Harpoon part to our website. So oh, if cool. you become a friend of Harpoon, uh, it's free to sign up. You just put in your email. We don't send you a bunch of junk mail or anything like that. But basically it tells you anytime that I'm doing an event at a local bar or a tasting at Elevated, things like that. So we can kind of keep you in the loop with our products and where we are around the city. So. Awesome. That's very cool. Then well, I'd officially have a friend. Oh, yeah, that's a start. That is cool. Yeah, awesome. I can just keep texting things. No, that's oh, okay. so you'd, you'd take yeah, it too far. It, I'd lose it right off the bat. Yeah, you really would. Yeah. Awesome, Mick. Thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And uh, as we have mentioned a couple of times, tasting this week at Elevated. You can find more information at elevatedbws.com. Yes, sir. Is that where we're going to direct people? I think so. And social yeah. media with a brand new correspondent for everything Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Yeah, and, and not just not just your regular social media channels, but we are now a certified business on Untapped. And there's going to be a lot to uh, to enjoy for those participants in the Untapped program. Uh, Elevated will have more and more to offer there as well. Awesome. Well, you guys have been with us since day one, so we appreciate you guys and all of the hardworking people associated with Elevated. Thanks, man. Happy Thanksgiving. You bet. And uh, we're going to step aside for a quick moment and be right back. Do not touch that radio dial, my friends. This is <clears throat> The Beer Show. How to like beer. You're tuned in to The Beer Show. Taste your beer. Letting it wash over each section of your tongue. On 1500 ESPN. Welcome back to the beer show right here on 1500 ESPN. You can find us online at 1500ESPN.com and also available on Podcast One. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, Manny Hill, and our buddy Jeff from Northern Brewer. We missed you last week, sir. Yeah, I know. It's just too much stuff. Too much. Too much going on. Well, you guys had a giant renovation. Yep. You've got the now we're fully functioning. We're, we're back open, functioning. live and kicking. Well, we were functioning anyway. We were functioning on like one leg. You know, like soft opening, right? Fine. We had a good time. We uh everybody likes uh the store coming in and having a good time. But you guys are um, now like this is this is go time. This is a big you guys are a big as Mike was saying off the air, it's gift giving season. You guys are a big season. gift giver. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we like to give lots of gifts, and all of our customers like to give gifts, and all of our customers really like to receive gifts. So let me That's tell you thing. this, because I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna guess maybe this is even a tiny bit of stereotyping, but whatever. This is what I do. Ladies, gather on the radio. If you're man, because you know a lot of gals listen to us on mm. the beer show. Absolutely, and maybe they're tuning in. Barley's the, Angels, and uh, well, no, I'm wondering if like they're buying for their guy. Like, I want to get my 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 beer loving mate mm-hmm. a, a gift that they're going to come see you right or right. vice versa maybe there's a, a a gal that's a giant beer fan and and the guy is looking for a gift to purchase i would want to say gals make the guy in your life make you delicious beer see and if you don't want beer we have wine mm-hmm. and if you don't want wine we have cider yep. we have kombucha 
We have all those things. You still do cheese? Yeah, we do cheese as well. See, cold pressed coffee. Cold pressed coffee, Reverse. Make, make you, the man in your life make you something that you really, really like. All right, let me ask you a question, yes. Mr. Fred. Okay. Yes. Okay. You're trying to look cool. Am I? You're trying to look not not okay. you, oh, okay. but you're a guy trying, yeah, to, look trying cool. to look cool. Yes. What impresses a gal more than, oh, by the way, I just made this cheese for you. Oh, and wine. And wine. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. yeah. That's, like uh, I don't want to say what official term that would be, but <laughs> like, but you're in. You're you, in. You're in. Absolutely yeah. you're in. Unless she's lactose intolerant. And you're like, Ooh, so, sorry. yeah, then it might end bad <laughs> for everybody involved. Uh, okay, that got disgusting, but okay. let's uh, switch gears back <laughs> okay, to Northern wait, no, Brewer. Seriously. Okay, I have like buddies that I want to buy like a $100 thing for. Yeah. Is Can someone brew beer for 100 bucks? No problem. No problem. Okay. So our one-gallon kit, 50 bucks. Oh. Includes a recipe. Okay. Our five-gallon essential kit, about 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Our five gallon deluxe kit with a bunch of improvements and upgrades, mm-hmm. about 200 bucks. Five gallons. That's two cases of beer. $200 so, and your first recipe, no problem. So, okay, wait, two cases of beer, two 12 packs. So that's mm-hmm. 24 beers. That's like, uh, no, that's 48 beers. That's 48 two beers. Cases. That's two That's two bucks a beer if you're buying the $100 one. Uh-huh. That's like, that's no, that can't be that inexpensive. But then you have all the equipment. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, that, I'm saying that's super inexpensive. Yeah. Two bucks a beer. Yeah. When was the last time you only paid two bucks for a beer? Right. <laughs> no, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. So let me ask you another question, Jeff, from Northern Brewer, northernbrewer.com. If I came in, and I know you keep you and Mike both are trying to get me to brew beer, and I, I still stick by my theory that GMC makes a fine vehicle, I will go buy a GMC truck. Mm-hmm. Same thing with beer. <laughs> yes. There are people. If I say, hey, guess what? I want to go make a perfect Harpoon IPA. Mm-hmm. Will you help me and assist me? I can help me? you do that. What if I say, hey, Jeff from Northern Brewer, I'd like to make Deschutes Fresh Squeezed IPA. I can do that, too. Wow. Okay, maybe we should do that. Maybe yes. we should. Maybe our goal for us in 2018 was we should brew our own beer. Can I think we, we said this last year. Can we do it at your house? 2016? No. Because I can't get away with doing it at my house. We should do it at my office. Oh, I like that idea better. Way more space. Yes. Yes. That's kind of good. So I'm going to take this one step further. Yes. Then. Please. So... Both of you guys have always complained about how expensive it is and mm-hmm. how much time it's going to take and how much going to. I don't think it's that expensive, and, but it's the time. And how, and the, you know okay. how much how much it's going to cost you, right? Mm-hmm. So, let's talk doorbusters. Friday morning, right? Black mm-hmm. Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Northern Brewer is going to give away a one thousand dollar electric brewing system, raffling off. Really? I don't mean Northern Brewer one in the company. I don't mean one. In retail, mm-hmm. all four retail stores that we have. Holy the cow. Three in town and the one in Milwaukee, for those of you who are Milwaukee listeners. Do we have Milwaukee listeners? Of sure. course we do. Podcast1.com, Every also on the 1500 store in retail app. is going to give away one of these $1,000 electric brewing systems, a five-gallon all-grain electric brewing system that's Bluetooth enabled. You can <laughs> brew from your phone yeah, you don't inside. Have to be downstairs. And you didn't even have to go out in your cold garage. So is this a product, it sounds amazing, but is this a product that's geared towards the more advanced brewer, or is this something that dummies like me and Fred Aloni can get away with? A little with? bit of both. It's like a sous vide for brewing. Mm-hmm. It's what, what's this? awesome. It, this is a way to cook chicken easily. You don't know what a sous vide is? I don't. Oh, man. That's Should why I, I ask questions. It's like a big tub of water that has a thermostat on it, okay. and if you want to cook chicken exactly at medium, you cook it at a 141 degrees. A sous vide. Right. Sous okay. vide, yeah. Every restaurant, big restaurant has them, because they can do a lot of pieces of meat at, at one time. 
I want you to know something I could have done. The typical talk radio host thing went, oh, yeah, got it. Yeah. But instead, I asked questions. Oh, okay. Let me ask this. So all electric. I'm assuming then there's no propane, so I can sit in my basement of my home. I don't have to be relatively out in the cold garage. Right. Oh, that change is brewing yep. dramatically. Because yep. how do you, I mean, if it's 10 degrees outside, it's maybe kind of getting too cold to brew outside, right? I, you, it depends on how tough you are, I guess. Okay, I mean, but can you create enough heat? I guess you obviously sure. can boil everything. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's but... Now, you, why do it? When you just can, do it inside. And just do it inside. Yeah. Oh, see, that's this a good is idea. called the Grain Father Brewing System. The Grain Father. I like that. I love that. Yep. Is the, is no, is the Grain Father Part 2 going to be not as good as the original? <laughs> well, yeah. actually, this is the Part 2 of the one I made that's Manny the laugh, so that's, all that's all I can do. That's yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> now you're supposed to quote something. So I, I, I don't know want you did it, Fredo. I'm so... That's what it says. But hang on, there's more. Oh, okay. but wait. But wait. So on Saturday... Same concept. So on Friday, the giveaway, right? Show up between eight and nine in the morning, right? And that's not even that early for you guys. Like, no, like that's, that's early for that a, for yeah. a homebrewer. I get it, but like for doorbusters, I mean, that's like you could sleep in and still make it to the store. By yeah, you could have been a target the for dry, nine hours. So we right. start putting all your names into a into a probably a kettle. I would think, right? Not sure, into a hat, be, yeah. Probably into a kettle. Gotta We're going to draw at nine o'clock. On Friday, must be present to win. Oh, I like must that because be a win. lot of people yeah. leave, and yeah. you got a better chance then. Yeah. yeah, and then on Saturday, we're going to give away our center of gra- uh, center of gravity brewing stand, which is a six hundred dollar brewing stand that runs on propane. So that's mm-hmm. one you could do in your garage. Okay, it's great. Same kind of thing. We open at nine, and the drawing's at ten. You got to be present to win. Must okay. be present to win. All right, but wait, there's more. <laughs> uh, I'm enthralled. You like this? Yes. On Sunday, we're doing something too. We're going to blow up the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. So on Sunday. Two keg flex keg system. So if you want to get into kegging and you're already brewing and you're bottling and you hate bottling, because if you're bottling, you hate bottling. And this is what you have advised from this the get go is to go into says. kegging. Go into kegging right away. Yes. Once so, you go kegging, you never go back. As right yeah. as I said with the grandfather, all four stores are giving away grandfathers. We're giving away center of gravities on Saturday, and all four stores are giving away the draft systems on Sunday as well. Huh. So we're just we're just giving everything away. How are you guys going to make any away. money? We don't need money. Oh, okay. It's fine. That's you good. know how need- they're going to make money is they're really one of the best players in this field in the world, right? I mean, we just want there- everybody to come to the stores. What's hang out with the staff? Yeah, I know, but it's because you guys, you guys really have control of this thing because you know what you're doing. You've been doing this. This is not. You didn't just open this up. No. How long have you guys been doing this? Twenty three years. Twenty three years. Yeah. And no one. I, I still go back. Reverse. Twenty three years ago, you were just a brand new little spud, seventeen year old. But what? Yeah, I mean, who who was brewing beer twenty three years ago? I mean, not you had Summit. to be some. I mean, no, there were, were like Summit was brewing, and uh, you know there was obviously Budweiser. The, the big boys. But it was pretty. If you wanted to get My a different taste, he was he was he was probably doing shine. <laughs> he wasn't brewing beer. He was just, just he was distilling. Yeah, I know, I know. But you I'm know, it, when you think of those people. Uh, that was pretty impressive that many years ago to say, I'm going to try brewing beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, Jeff from Northern Brewer, northernbrewer.com is the guest here in the beer show on 1500 ESPN. So, okay, I'm sold now. Okay, here, here you are. You've, you've finally broken me and you've sold me. I want to go in. Maybe I'll start small. Maybe not the 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 one-gallon system, but maybe I will go to the five-gallon system yep. and maybe I'll I'll take your advice and I'll go kegging and I won't, I won't do bottling, which does sound a lot more simplistic. How long from when I open up the package and start brewing am I going to be able to enjoy my beer? Depends on the beer, but the lowest gravity, which is going to be a little bit lower alcohol, 
to be able to turn around faster, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, lower alcohol means uh, potentially shorter fermentation time, 10 to 14 days. And then if I want to do something a little bit heavier, a little bit more hoppy, what am I looking at? Mm, 14 month? to 21 days. Okay. So yeah. about two to three weeks, yeah. typically. Yeah. And there's is there a cooling process? There's all sorts of stuff that you will advise me on when I walk into the Northern Brewer store. All of the brew day happens in one day. Uh, for extract, it's three to four hours. Uh, for all grain brewing, it's more like five to six. So all grain brewing takes a little bit of a commitment. But like we talked about, that's like cooking from scratch, mm -hmm. right? It takes a little bit more time, takes a little bit more knowledge, a little bit more equipment. But all of the brew day happens in one day. A couple weeks later, you move your beer from your primary fermentation uh, vessel to your secondary fermentation vessel. So that's basically the place where the primary is the place where most of the fermentation happens. The second uh, secondary fermentation is where um, the beer gets to age a little bit. It's where it clarifies, um, and then it gives you uh, also the um, ability to, to age it just to let it kind of, you know, like it, if it's a higher alcohol or maybe a little bit uh, more hoppy or more flavors or whatever, um, it just takes a little bit more time. So uh, in general, most of our beer kits average somewhere between four and six weeks from the day you brew it to the day you drink it. When you start kegging, you usually shave one to two weeks of that time off because you don't have to wait for the bottles to naturally carbonate. You just hook up your CO2 tank and you're ready to go. Okay, so that's what was my question. You put it in the bottle yeah. and there's not really carbonation at that point. Right. It has to still eat some more of the sugars or what's going on in that bottle yep. that creates the carbonation. So the live yeast that's in there, just like a Belgian beer, right? Mm -hmm. Naturally carbonated Belgian beer. Sometimes you see them with uh, uh, a champagne cork and cage top or something mm -hmm. like that. So the yeast goes in, there's a little bit of sugar left over. The yeast eats a little bit of that sugar, gives off a little bit of CO2. But instead of in the fermenter where the CO2 is allowed to escape, mm -hmm. uh, we hold that in. And that okay. CO2 goes into solution and creates carbonation. So with kegging... Uh, we don't wait for that process to happen. You have a CO2 bottle, a CO2 tank, and you just crank up the pressure and you force carbonate it just like the breweries do. The breweries will carbonate a beer in one to two days, uh, so if that. Do you have nitro tanks? Is we that... have nitro tanks. We have straight nitro, so you can do your coffee, your cold press coffee, if and you, you want to. And you can hook it up to and your Subaru and Preza, too. Uh, that's right. And then, <laughs> can you? Sorry, I don't know. And then, <laughs> and then we also have the uh, what we what we call beer gas, which is different than what you guys are thinking about right now. Yeah. Um, that's what I have beer in gas the morning. Is a, it's, it's a Typically. mixture of uh, nitrogen and CO2. It's the same kind of gas blend that you would serve a Guinness or a nitrogenated beer out of. Okay. Like if you see like a you know bent paddle, cold press black or something mm -hmm. on nitro, uh, same kind of thing. It's a slightly so, different gas. Blend. No matter what you make, you can send it through nitro. Yeah. Right. So you can make your Miller Lite equivalent beer if you wanted to make something just super low specific gravity and you want it low, and you could put that on nitro. Sure could. You could make a Miller Lite Cascade. Okay. Like a Guinness. Okay. That's what I, I don't know why you would, but you because could. that would be awesome. Because you know what, Miller Lite's not seen. They're not putting Miller Lite on nitro, but that would be awfully dang cool, wouldn't it? Perhaps. I, don't know, I think depends. Well, it, I guess it just depends on who a who you're making it for and yeah. b what your goal is. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm personally not going to come over to your house to drink that. No, but if you went to a bar and they said, "Hey, we have 76 taps of of craft beer, but we also have Miller Lite on nitro. Would you like to try one?" <laughs> Probably just from the curiosity aspect, I, I think would. I would too. But you know what I would do? What? I just want to have the sample. Oh, you'd sample? No, but it's on special for only a, two bucks. Oh. You're like, give me one. No. I, well, of if I'm <laughs> with you, of course, I'll yeah, be talking doing, doing it. That's Actually, a... that sounds like a kind of a good marketing plan. From So, okay, now here's another dumb question. Oh, so, God. I have <laughs> a, a keg of Miller Lite. I'm just making that up. A keg of beer. And Why are we picking I, on Miller Lite? No, way. I don't. Hey, I drink Miller Lite. I don't care. It's beer. I don't, All right, I'll drink it. Go ahead. Um, 
I can put anything at any tap out there on nitro. Mm, or does it? Not really. No. But, okay. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm at a bar, they can't just randomly pick something and put it on nitro. Uh, nitrogenated beers are typically carbonated. Okay. Uh, a little bit and then nitrogenated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anything that you see on tap out there that's got that funny little like Guinness type faucet yep. is typically carbonated to about half. Okay. Um, somewhere around there, half of the carbonation level that you'd see for a draft beer. So you couldn't just take a draft beer and put it on a nitro tap and serve it under a, a nitro beer glass blend okay. and expect it to perform like a Guinness. Sure. This is not really going to happen. It's not going to really happen. Um, in fact, you'll pour foam the whole time. Oh. But if you take a beer that's designated to be a nitrogenized or nitrogenated beer uh, and put that on a draft faucet, it just pours like it's flat. Okay. So, Jeff from Northern Brewer, we have just about a minute left here. Um, in addition to anything else that you guys have going on with it being Black Friday and gift-giving season, I've got to imagine that a lot of people are going to come in and simply ask for a gift card, which I know you'll also, in addition to that, offer up information and any type of advice. We sell a ton of gift cards this time of year. Whatever denomination you want is fine. We'll load on whatever you want to do. If you want to do it for forty-three eighty-seven, that's great. We'll just do that. Interesting. But most people do like 50 or 100. Got it. Sometimes 200. That does make a lot of yeah. sense. And uh, the classes have now resumed in Minneapolis. Classes are going to start back up in December. Gotcha. So Which is huge. Great. We have a brand new classroom. It's gorgeous. Uh, a lot new. A lot of new opportunities there, and um, this is going to be really fun. We uh, have a beautiful new space. If you haven't been in the Minneapolis store, check it out. Sixty Twenty One Lindell Avenue South, just across the street from uh, Bachman's, uh, two blocks north of Peter's Billiards, South Minneapolis. And uh, what's that website again? Northernbrewer.com. And those classes are free. They are free. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Continued success and uh, good luck this holiday season. Sounds good. We're going to step aside for just a moment. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Beer Show. This is The Beer Show. Let's go drink some beer. On 1500 ESPN. Final segment of The Beer Show here on 1500 ESPN. 1500 ESPN.com. Reavers, it's Fratelloni. So, Michael... Every single week, you always I say, "Hey, anything in particular you want to get mm-hmm. to?" And every week, I shoot you down. But <laughs> you, uh, you want to talk football? I did. You're genuinely excited about the Super Bowl coming to town. You know, it's really funny. About a month ago, I saw a news article about some of the dancers that performed in like the '83 or when? When was the last uh, Super Bowl here? '91 season, 90. January of '92. So '92, like th- she was 13 years old when she danced, and it looked horrible. And I was like, "Okay, I am sick." I'm already sick of it. But now, with the slight chance, but a chance, that the Vikings could be there, I am freaking out about it. <laughs> so it's it's purely from a fan Oh, man, standpoint. Hey, what, what could happen if Are that you happened? planning on attending the game? Um, I have no idea. I'm planning on not paying for a ticket. So if <laughs> Good somehow, luck. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you say that, but I've been to a few Super Bowls, so okay. and I've still not paid for one. So maybe, just maybe... Someone I know loves me just enough to take I will, care of you. Let me, let me say this, though, yes. Fran. If you do decide to go, make sure you stay for the whole I, game. You know, yes. I knew when he started talking that that's exactly what was going to come yeah. out of his mouth. And yes. you know what? Very well deserved because I, I, I did. I did I did leave the Super Bowl. I, so, I, I don't care. I, I had a great hotel. I was sick of being around people. You And you were by yourself. You were like, by I can just go lay I back at the hotel. Watch the some. best way to travel. Oh, by yourself, yeah. The stress is nothing. So I went down to a Super Bowl. I can't remember who it was, but it was at Joe Robbie Stadium when it was called Joe Robbie Stadium in Miami, right? Yep. And it was the I was in the very last row on the very top deck. Nice, which was absolutely fine, right? I was so high. How when, high were you? That when the jets flew by, 
you could feel their oh, heat wash. Cool. And I was like, well, that seems weird. Like, I'm so high that I could actually feel the heat so from the Jets. So that have been like 99? Ah, uh, yeah, probably around that. No, no, it was probably before that. It was probably more in early, because Joe Robbie had a few of them. Right, well, right, because yeah. that was the year that the Vikings lost this to the was, Falcons. I want to say Bengals. 49ers. 49ers. 49ers, Bengals. So this was 89. 89, yep. Okay. That, you it, were like 10 years no, old. No, I was uh, graduating from high school. Okay. So I was down there, and um, the walk-up, you know, it was a long walk-up. And the guy next to us is with his young son, maybe his 10-year-old son. And he starts to, like, grabbing towards his chest, like, no. I'm not feeling good. And I'm like, uh, are you okay? And he's kind of freaking out. And I said, here. And I gave him my license and I said, I'll watch your kid. I got your kid. Here's my, because the paramedics were coming to grab him, right? Like the oxygen people were there. And I this said, is a real story. Yeah, this is real. This happened. Okay, my I thought, I, I thought so, you were building up for no, a joke. I, I get, no, I give this guy my license. So he's like, okay, I know where my kid is with this, this guy, guy, right? Because that would be scary if you were traveling with your kids and you were thinking, oh, I'm having a heart attack now. Who's going to watch my 10-year-old? So the 10-year-old sits next to us during the game. We're doing everything. Everything's fine. The game's going on and I'm not hearing anything. And about 15 minutes later, sure enough, the guy's walking back up the stairs, back to his seat. He just had an issue, right? The, the walk was too far for him and he just had some heart palpitations. And I was like, Wow, would that be scary? Now, you know, when I was an 18-year-old kid, I really didn't get it, but I did. I was smart enough to say, "Hey, here's my license." Like, that, don't, I was going to say that was that. very that was very quick. It of was you to think pretty of that. smart, right? And that's when you didn't really. I think I was actually flying under my mother's name because my dad wanted the frequent flyer miles, so I didn't need to show my license <laughs> my at the airport. Well, that was so long ago; no one even actually cared, right? You're an enig- an enigma wrapped up in a riddle. Sir. Thank you, thank yeah. you. So uh, the guy handed me back his uh, his license, and I was kind of looking around at the peanuts and popcorn that he could buy me, and. Not a thing. And I said, I was watching your kid while you were dying, but not even going to give me a hat. Thanks. That's where I'm going with that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Did so you see p- John Candy in the stands? Because that was a Super Bowl where Montana That's went right. into the huddle and was like, hey, there's John hey, Candy. Hey, there's John oh, Candy. No, yeah. Biggest guess, drive of the game. And yeah. You yeah. know the best part about this whole story is I remember almost nothing from that entire Super Bowl, yet you guys remember it all. And that well, was, that's because me and Reavers are dorks. Yeah, yeah we are complete point. dorks. Yeah, I remember almost nothing. Well, and what I think is, is really fascinating is that, you know, there's stories that have been coming out over the past, like, things that are not going to be available, things that, you know, for instance, you know, the day of the game, no one is, no one that, uh, no non-ticket holder of the game is going to be able to use light rail, mm-hmm. which at first when when I heard the story, I thought, wait, you're going to make light rail not accessible, for, but it's just the day of the game, sure. which I get it. That does make sense because there are going to be a lot of people that are going to use it just to gawk yeah. that aren't going to be going down there. And so I get that purposes, part of it. Yes. I get that part of it. But I think what people are really in for a shock about, especially those that reside here that think it's... People don't understand how expensive everything's going to oh, be. it's going to be nuts. When I went down to Houston last year, I remember going and going, you know, I, I'm going to get my dad a hat. Like, this mm-hmm. would be kind of cool. And we're going, $65 yeah. for an adjustable hat? My dad can wait. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy that crap on eBay yeah, in two oh, years. Oh, a week later. Yeah, like, I was well, still there. You know, I I, I just think that the, 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 the sticker shock of a lot of things, including, like, even going to the game at... A twelve ounce beer was fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just you know if you can get to the game, you're not really worried about the fifteen bucks. That but is true. What I think is the money that's going to be spent in down. I mean, look at some of these clubs that yeah clubs that are legitimate clubs downtown yeah are going to make a fortune. I have a friend that works at a good nightclub downtown, mm-hmm. and uh, he was telling me that 
a lot of these places that are very, very close that mm-hmm. aren't controlled because, you know, the NFL gets to control, I think it's an eight block radius sure. of the stadium. I, I forget the exact parameters, but essentially all of those other places that are really close to downtown, they're not even going to be accessible to the public because there are so many private parties and people with a lot of big wallets uh, that are going to want to rent these places out to entertain their own clients. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. It, and it's going to be a nightmare to try to get oh. anywhere via the, via a vehicle. But if you're in the service industry, oh. if you're in the bar business oh. for in that week, you're, you're going to get paid. Uh, you know, I, one of my friends posted something online today. He said, I need to find a house for 20 girls coming into town for the Super Bowl. How quickly did you post? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, I got a house that it has more than one bedroom. I have a king size. So were they looking for basically like a 19-bedroom house? I or? don't know what he was looking for, but I'm like, what? 20 girls are coming. and But you know, you never know. They could be a, a advanced crew for Miller Lite or, you know, you just have no sure. idea what they are. Sure, that's well, what they're I, here I don't for. Think, you know, that seems so, that, what you're alluding to there, it seems so weird to me that that travels. Like, I, I am. Are you, you out of your mind? I just, I would never do that. Ever in my life? Well, of course that, you and no, I wouldn't do but it. But you and I are regular dudes. And I've done questionable crap, but I would never <laughs> do that. That would just be something I would never do. Okay. I surely would never go to another town and say, oh, I'm here for the Super Bowl. My wife's not here. i got to find some ladies Mike, of the night. And that's, But that's just it. There are too many other guys that aren't like us. I just can't fathom. You know what? We're learning that every day. When we Another story. When you hear the Charlie Rose stories of the world and you think, what? But, Mike... To put this into context, the city of Minneapolis extended closing time for that week mm-hmm. to 4 a.m. To 4 a.m. Why would you even extend it to 4 a.m.? Just let it be free Well, you for know all. why. Because the well, servers want to get home. It's the extra dollars, but there's also uh, the businesses want mm. that. Absolutely. Because there are, there are so many people that maybe they're working for, name your company, mm-hmm. they're there entertaining clients all day. By the time they're done with work, before yeah. they head back to their hotel room, it's already one in the morning sure. or two in the morning, and they need a couple of hours to. I get why they do it, but I do. There is a small part of me that I mean, and they're going to earn their money. Sure. Okay. One last question. Sure. So the the U.S. Bank Stadium holds what? Sixty six thousand Manny? Is that yeah, something? Right? So why are they the saying five hundred thousand people are going to come into town? I believe that actually. Why? I believe that. Why? Uh, so many. Peop- I can see sixty. I can see maybe. Uh, 76,000, like 10,000 people saying, I'm going to try to get myself a ticket and go down there and try to get a ticket. But what is everyone else coming to town well, for? Well, look at me. I'm, I was just a dummy that went to Houston. Yeah, but you had a ticket to the game. Well, you just left early. Well, that's just true. <laughs> but I think a lot of people, they just want to be a part of the action. Whether they're, let's say it's the Patriots and the Eagles. Sure. Let's say that's the game, the matchup. There are a lot of people that are Philadelphia Eagle fans that are that are going to want to Gonna wanna that are yeah. wanting to be in the city when their team finally wins that championship. I get that. There are going to be a lot of people that are, that don't have a ticket, and maybe they're going to try to get a ticket and 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 might succeed, might not. That are just going to want to be in the city when their team wins. So the Super that Bowl. being said, the city of Minneapolis does not want the Vikings in the Super Bowl. What? 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 Because if that happens, you're missing all of that revenue from people coming from whatever town. Yeah, but you know, I, you're wrong, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Think of how many Viking fans live in other parts of the country. That's true. You know, coming when the Vikings go to Arizona, half that place is Viking fans. Yeah, but turn to any Minnesotan and say, beers are twenty two fifty. Sure. <laughs> and but look at when they played in London. Yeah. It was a Cleveland Browns home game, and there were 75%. We traveled pretty well for the, that. The Vikings do heard. travel very yeah. well. So that's why I, I think... 
Well, you say the the city of Minneapolis doesn't want it. I guess from a safe, uh, who knows? Because sure. you never really you never realize how a city's going to respond in that regard because it's never happened before. No, and it would be amazing. You know, when you you get towns that win big games like this. Look at New Orleans when New Orleans won the Super Bowl. It changed New Orleans. I mean, it it brought them back from you know horrible Katrina and just put them right on the map of a big town again. We could use that for Minneapolis. And just think. They could be playing the Saints in the NFC title game. And then Case Keenum throws an interception so that they lose Cross the game. The is that what Cross the, the body? body? Is that what we got to say? Is no, that a- because C.J. Ham was the 12th man in the huddle. <laughs> <laughs> we should just go ahead and make a T-shirt now with just don't throw it across your body. Right. It's no, it, 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 will, it will be. And it's going to start. I mean, I know people are saying, oh, the, the week, the couple days leading up. No, it's going to be the week plus mm-hmm. leading up to this because the NFL shows up. You know, two weeks beforehand to make sure everything is absolutely set up and properly ready to go. All this stuff, and in fact, I think that I've been hearing rumors that the Monday after the game is when all of the people that have been working all week are going to have their party. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's it doesn't stop until and a lot of usually like the winning team will stick around and whatnot, but it will be an interesting couple of weeks in the city of Minneapolis. Why don't we just go ahead and state this right now that you, me, and, and uh, Manny will work any party for only like ten grand a piece. That's not bad. That's right? not bad. No. So they can, you bad. could have an ESPN radio personality at your party for as little as ten grand. You, you well, I don't that? know that we can use the ESPN brand <laughs> just, in our too marketing late. I scheme. Think we can. Well, we'll have to give the cut to here. I mean, that's everybody will. Oh, no, maybe so you're saying that. you're you're saying that we're open the, for solicitation? Yes, yes. Is that what you're saying? Somebody can just contact uh, the Hubbards. We're for we're we're ready for hire. Is what yes. you're saying? All right, that's 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 fair. I enough. didn't know how to say that so nicely. Well, that's that's why. I am. I am. That's why I am. you're in charge of the big microphone. Oh my God! Okay, you ready for this? Happy Thanksgiving, Reavers. Absolutely, Happy Thanksgiving to you too, brother, and as you too, Manny. But I'll see you mm-hmm. tomorrow. So, uh, for Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, my name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning into the Beer Show this week. If you missed any portion of the program, and shame on you if you did, you can always check out the podcast, and you can find it online at 1500ESPN.com. We'll be back again next week on Thursday night. The Dan Levitard Show is up next right here in the home of Sports Talk in the Twin Cities, 1500 ESPN. Until next week, cheers.